1: Today, on an all-new Dr. Phil. Does he let you go out with friends? No. There are six quick ways. Are you jealous of her? <laughs> Absolutely. To ruin a marriage. How's your sex life? Terrible. This couple. Did you shove her to the ground when she was nine months pregnant? No, I didn't.
0: Yes, I you did. did. All the kids saw it. Has done all six. You would promise me you would never put your hands on her. You broke that promise.
2: See, you keep your nose out of our marriage, But you don't know when to shut up.
1: Let's do it. If we're gonna do something here that matters, then we gotta deal with the truth. Have a good show, everybody, here we go. If I can help get this family back on track, are you willing to do that? Ready, free, take. This is gonna be a changing day in your life. Well, you want to listen up, because today we are talking about the six quickest ways to ruin a marriage. These are efficient. You do these, you'll have it in the ditch in no time. (laughs) You may already be there, so maybe if you reverse these, you can get out of the ditch. Grab a pen and paper, log on to drphil.com right now. I want all of you at home, I want you to take a marriage inventory on your own relationship. You guys can do it in the audience here as we go along. Here's a checklist. If you're dealing with just one of these issues, consider yourself lucky, because my couple today, I've graded their paper And they're kind of messing up on all of these. All of them, six out of six. Now the first way to ruin a marriage is control or abuse your spouse. Denise says she has to walk on eggshells around Rick and can't even use the word controlling without setting him off. Take a look.
0: I think Rick is very controlling. Everything I do is through
3: him or for him or by him.
2: I get upset when I'm being accused of being controlling because I'm a take charge and I'm a leader.
3: My mother had made a reference to him being controlling. He told her that she was nothing but a and He was going to fight her in the front yard. The last time the police were here, he disconnected the home phone and took my cell phone and took the computer, took my keys. the cops came and I guess they considered it a hostage situation because I had no way to get a hold of anybody and no way to go anywhere. Rick can be very violent. He would wrestle me for my phone and hold my wrists back as far as he could possibly go without breaking them.
2: I took your phone and read it, and then that's when I smashed it. Mm-hmm. That's not being controlling. I was mad. If, if I'd had a remote in my hand, I would have smashed it. I did push the niece when she was nine months pregnant.
3: I was walking out the front door, and he pushed me to the ground, and all of the kids were in the, in the room.
2: It's a lot easier to be a <laughs> than it is to be nice to my wife.
1: Okay, well I'm here with Rick and Denise. You've been together four years, you've been married a year and a half. Yes. Okay, mother-in-law's here, excited about that? No. No, because you uh, think she's over-involved. Absolutely. How do you feel about your son-in-law here?
0: Well, when I first met Rick, Rick knew what Denise had been through, a couple other physical uh, relationships, and he had promised me at that time that he would never touch her, mm-hmm. never put a hand on her. Mm-hmm. It did not take long for that to change.
1: Yeah. So you think that he's abusive? Absolutely. Do you think you are? No. You don't think you're controlling? Now, and let, me, let, me, let me just say something. Um, when you get here, you don't want to waste it. You've got to be willing to be completely, brutally honest. Are you willing to do that? I am. Um, are you willing to do that? Absolutely. Then let me ask you again. Do you think you're controlling? No, I don't. You really don't? No, I don't. Are you surprised to hear him say that?
3: No. He, that's, he doesn't feel at all.
1: Is he controlling?
3: On some things, yes.
0: I think, I think he's controlling on everything.
1: Okay. You said on some things, yes. Okay. Uh, what?
3: Um, I don't...
1: Does he let you control the money?
3: No, I have no. Does he
1: let you go out with friends? No, I
3: don't. Does he let
1: you go away from the house without tracking you and texting you and calling you to see where you're going? No. Is he? Does he actually even buy your bras and underwear for you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, If you go for coffee, does he give you a couple bucks for coffee, or Uh, does he give you a dollar and thirty-seven cents because that's what it costs? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So on some things he is. (laughs) (laughs) I would say. Not really, because, come on, I'm too old for this Come on. I ask you, is he controlling? You say, in some ways. Okay, I just don't think you're being genuine with me. You've been very honest with us. You you gave us some excerpts from your diary. I did. Do you know she keeps a diary? Yes. Yeah. She keeps these books. Um, And I, I would never violate this without your permission, Um, but I'm just gonna compare what you said then with what you say now, this is what you said to yourself. Uh, This may be two weekends in a row with no fights. I'm praying because sadly, I do fear him. I'd never let him know that, I just did. But then again, that's kind of what keeps me attracted to him. It's twisted but I do like dominant men and he is definitely one of them." Okay, so you say he's definitely one of them. And I mean, you you write in these things prolifically. Uh, On October 23rd, you said, I am so disgusted with myself that I can't possibly be what I should be. Right now, I'm just a shell. I feel just empty. I don't give Rick what he needs or deserves. I don't do for my kids what I should. I have no self-worth. I am completely dependent. I am heart-torn, I'm bitter, I'm angry, I'm alone. Yes. So this isn't working for you, right? I guess deep down what boils down to is I have been beaten down emotionally by him and I am just bitter now. Taking my cell, my keys, unplugging the phone and pulling the breaker so I have no electricity because, quote, he pays the bills. It just enrages me and pisses me off that he even did that, not once or twice, but on many occasions, telling me I'm lazy, fat, trash, and to kill myself, telling me I can leave if I walk because it's his car, telling me it's his bed, that I am pathetic, I am a pathetic mother, being a bitch, a whore, a crackhead, cheat, lazy, fat, I just can't take it. Uh, do you do that? Yes. That do you all consider that abusive? <clears throat> Absolutely. Do you consider what she's saying in here to be controlling? It's my car, it's my money, it's my electricity, you do what I want when I want. Sounds that way. Or just go kill yourself you pathetic crackhead whore. I never said exactly Are, in those times. Are you a crackhead?
3: No. You whore? No.
1: Okay. Um, so you say I have repressed anger. I hold it in so much that it eats away at me. I've programmed myself to rage rather than to cry. Instead of crying, anger is just easy. I just don't want to try to keep someone happy, especially when I am completely unhappy. Completely. He puts me down. He degrades me every chance he gets. He's not my father, and I am done. I am done with everyone. everyone. That was your wife writing to herself, her innermost thoughts in her diary. Are you proud of that? Absolutely not. I'm going to ask you again. Are you controlling?
2: Yes. I just never looked at it that way. I never. My intentions were never to be control. I let my insecurities and uh, other things get the best of me. So I panic, and that's what I do.
1: We've got to take a break. Snooping. Checking cell phones and Facebook accounts. It's all part of the second quickest way to ruin a marriage. Are these guys jealous? Are they insecure? Because it sounds to me like they don't want to have anything to do with each other. So why guard it so closely? Do they? We'll find out when we come back.
2: I'm a firm believer that if you have nothing to hide then you shouldn't worry about somebody looking at something.
0: Rick always believes that she's got another man. So he needed to see her text. So he flipped her up in the air, and she came down on her head. Tomorrow on an all new Dr. Phil, She was an Olympic champion. You feel like you're on top of the world.
1: But the pressure to be perfect. You are America's sweetheart. I
0: wasn't showing them who I really was.
1: Caused her to self-destruct.
0: I kept a lot of secrets. Bulimia, anorexia, abusing drugs, drinking, cutting myself.
1: She walked in and found her covered in blood. I realized she needed help. What was happening that you said, I need to hurt myself? That's tomorrow. I want you to take this checklist at home. It's on the internet right now, drphil.com. You can click on it, take it as we go along. The second quickest way that you can destroy a marriage is to define your relationship with jealousy and insecurity. Uh, I gave you a bad mark on the first one. Should I give you a bad mark on this one? Absolutely. Because I just did. (laughs) Big red X right in the box. If he is all of these things, why are you concerned if he's off with somebody else? If I truly felt that way about my spouse, I'd be introducing her around. (laughs) Hey, come over here. She's pretty cute, right? You know, hey, hey. I mean, what what are you guarding so jealously?
3: I don't know. I think um, I worry that he's going to do things because he's so unhappy with me. That I think that he's going, and that bothers me.
1: But you yeah. want to save this marriage that has you feeling so completely empty, so hollowed out, such a shell that you don't even know who you are anymore. You want to hang on to that and save that, right? Right. Please I want don't leave to me. Change. Stay here and make me miserable. Does I, that make common sense to you?
3: I just want things to change. I think I'm just hoping things will change between both of us. I mean, we both have plenty yeah. of things.
1: Yeah. Are you jealous of her? Absolutely. You think she's running around on you? I don't
2: think she will, but it's it's you still can't. Your mind tells you things, and
1: do you check up on her a lot? Yes. Did you say, and I quote, "I hope you get fat so nobody will want you"? Yes, I did. Really? Forget about forget about being on the Dr. Phil show. Forget about the doctor and Phil. This is just just a couple of old boys talking, do you really think that's going to make a woman attracted to you? Oh, no. No. I hope you get fat, and then nobody will want Well, you know she can't be calling anybody because you control that. When she leaves, if she's having an affair, you're texting would, her so much.
2: Would you be concerned if, if, in the heat of our argument, she would say, well, I'm just going to take... The van, get in a van and drive it off the cliff or drive it off the side of the road. Yeah, I'm going to take the keys. I'm not going to let her take That's my not why my you children. Take the
3: keys. I'm not going to take, take, <laughs> take, I'm not going to
2: take, I'm not going to let her take my kids, load them in a the van, and we live up on a hill and have her drive off the side of the hill. I'm not, it's not worth the chance. Of, of course as, it's as, not. As upset as I am at the I, moment, I'm not going to let that happen. Okay,
1: again, just think about common sense. Do you want to have... A happy marriage. Yes. Yeah. Or are you done? We're close. I'm
2: mm-hmm. close to being done, but I, I, I want a marriage. But if she can't butt out, I'm out. I'm yeah. done.
1: We could cut her out, and that wouldn't just happen, would it? No, no, no. There, no, there are other no. issues, but you're saying she is a toxic element
0: here.
2: Oh, she's
1: she's the fuel to the fire. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is that true?
0: No. No. I. I basically, there's been months that go by that I do not see my daughter. She will call me whenever she has fears, whenever he is at his peak, when she's afraid for her children. She calls me. I'm more or less her sounding board. As far as me visiting, I'm not welcome down there, and you can feel the tension when you walk in. You're not allowed at his home unless he invites you. So my daughter was not allowed to invite me down there. She would need to okay it through Rick first. If you
2: keep your nose out of our marriage, I would let you come down. But you don't know when to shut up. You don't know when to mind your own business. And that's the way it is. It's our marriage. We, I married her. I didn't marry you.
0: Rick, so she is my business, business only because you had promised me you would never put your hands on her. You broke that promise. Well, then that's, that's something that I, her and no, I don't have to deal with. No, that's not. Yes, I fear yes, for really. her, and you've well, got whatever. babies involved. There are babies uh, involved in this.
2: There are babies involved before this, too. And you weren't you don't in the see equation. The kids. You don't make an effort to come see the kids, so why are you even, in, why are you even caring about it? And why do seeing? I
0: not make an effort to come and see the kids? First of all, I'm not welcome at your home. Mm-hmm. Second of all, when she comes to visit me, she cannot sit and have a five-minute conversation with me because you are on the phone, and she is constantly needing to reply to you. She and I cannot sit and have a 15-minute conversation. She is constantly... No, it no, is not. Yes, it is. Even when you're the first, at
2: how about, my house. How, how about the first couple of years that we were together? Who came? Who brought her up every weekend or every other weekend, every single weekend during the summer? I brought her up. We spent the entire weekend, the entire summer at your house. Did we not?
0: And that is okay, before Okay, when did it change? Put, when, it changed you when you butt your nose in my marriage, hand, that's when it changed. It changed when you put your hands on her. The very Bulls time you bulls**t bulls**t to the ground uh, she she put, was she put
2: her hands on me
1: first.
0: Oh, Rick. Did you know pregnant. No. Did you know Did you know
3: it? you, When you pushed me to the ground.
1: Did you shove her to the ground when she was nine months pregnant? No, I didn't. Yes, I didn't. Did. Sh- no, I didn't shove her to the ground. How can yes,
3: you, you even say that you no. didn't? All the kids saw it.
2: No. There was oh, there was one there was one you did child in front of the children. It was Christmas Day. Oh, that's
3: oh. Christmas day. It was Christmas <laughs>
2: Day. Yes. Whatever I, I didn't did shove her, her to the ground. I shoved her when she was heading out the front door. I shoved her. I said, "Continue out the front door." And then. you
3: shoved me, and I turned around and I started swinging at you, and you pushed me to the ground.
2: No, I pushed you over to the couch because you were swinging at me. I hit. What well, do you think I'm going to stand ground. and let you swing at me?
3: No. You pushed me. You shoved me. So okay, so
2: that makes
1: it that makes it okay. If then. You put your
3: hands on me. Yeah, okay. So this is really Christmas
1: okay. Day. Yes, absolutely. Christmas. It's
0: two Christmases in a row like this.
1: <laughs> it's got to be fun for the children. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, no. And it's I think he sad. feels
0: that I butt in because he does not want me to know what goes on in the home. And their marriage, their finances, that is not my concern. It is her safety and her children. You you say this about every guy she's ever been with, though. It's the same pattern with you. I've got
1: got to take a break, but let let me just say something so it doesn't go in passing. Are you supposed to just let her swing at you? No. You can walk off. You can do whatever you want to do. But you never put your hands on a woman in anger. You just don't do that. A man doesn't put his hands on a woman in anger. It is an unfair fight. And you will lose every time on that. I agree. I mean, you just can't do that. We're, we're, <laughs> we're built differently. We're bigger. We're stronger. It's, you just don't do that. You don't put your hands on I a agree. woman. It's a, it's a, it, there's an imbalance of power, and that is physical abuse. That is domestic violence, and you can go to jail for that. Now, we're going to take the break. I said we have to. We're going to find out why Sandy says she won't rest until Rick is in jail. Now, could he actually be headed to prison? It has a lot to do with the third quickest way to ruin your marriage. I'm going to tell you what that is when we come back.
2: I take the responsibility of controlling a lot of things. It's up to me to bring the money in.
3: Whenever I want to go get a coffee from McDonald's, instead of giving me $2, he'll give me $1.37 down to the exact change. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here more so ask yourself what is it you want discover williamsburg and plan your trip at visit
1: discover why critics are calling kingdom of the planet of the apes the best film of the franchise what a wonderful day it's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible We need to go hang on Today is your chance to take an inventory on your marriage. We have an example here. So far, Denise and Rick have have checked yes to control and abuse and jealousy and insecurity. That's two ways, quick ways you could ruin a marriage. And now they can check off lying about money. Uh, Denise says she has no clue that they were $100,000 in debt. And now Rick's Mm -hmm. weeks away from facing a grand jury possibly going to prison. Take a look.
3: When I first met Rick, his business was great.
1: I am a self-employed building contractor.
3: At one point he was making over a hundred grand and now we are struggling to pay everything.
2: I am currently behind four months on my mortgage. There was a point in which the electric wasn't paid for 11 months. We've had to give back our TV and a computer from a rent-to-own place and I've had a motorcycle repossessed, I've had my truck repossessed several times.
3: I don't know anything about the finances.
2: I take the responsibility of controlling a lot of things. It's up to me to bring the money
0: in.
3: Whenever I want to go get a coffee from McDonald's, instead of giving me $2, he'll give me $1.37, down
0: to the exact change. He will call in promise payments, knowing that there is no money in an account. And by the time the payment goes through, he's gone with the goods.
2: I've been indicted by the grand jury on two counts, one is receiving money under false pretenses and the other one is receiving money by way
1: of worthless check.
3: I do worry that he's going to wind up in jail and that uh, my kids and I, we are going to be homeless.
1: Well, number three is do you lie and deceive your spouse about money? It can happen a lot of ways. You say you're under a two count indictment right now? Yes. Over financial issues? Yes. Now. You, you say he has been deceptive about this. He
3: was. I found out in June of this year about all of our finances. Right,
1: well, you've been together for four years. You've been married a year and a half. Why are you just a few months ago finding out what's going on in the finances in your family?
3: He doesn't tell me anything. Um, well, he have deals you with been all asking, the bills. Do you, are,
1: are, are you, you can't just be a passenger I here. Do, you have you know, to take some responsibility for this.
3: I do ask him, and he's always got it taken care of.
1: You said you had no clue they were broke until people started calling.
3: Yes, I had people coming to the house, um, phone calls about different people that he owed money to that I I didn't know anything about.
1: Well, it's your job to know, but wh- why, were you, why did you not keep her abreast of these things?
2: Well, <clears throat> a lot of it was to protect her. I mean, I didn't feel that you know why should i put that burden on her worrying about it when we split our jobs her job was stay at home mom you know take care of the the family and mine was to go out and make the money so i didn't want to burden her with the worry considering she can't control when the money comes in she can't control when i get paid were you embarrassed that it was going badly oh it's been a struggle since i took on her and and her son, it's been a
1: constant struggle. Well, are you saying she's the reason you're in financial trouble? He no. tells me that all the time. said since I took you on. He tells no, me all just, the time. it's just, it's a lot, it is a lot to take on. You going, it's
3: tell hard. me that all the time, that I'm the reason that you are where you are.
1: So you're under indictment, so what's the worst that could happen? It's one to ten, with ten being the maximum. But you're talking about potentially doing some time. hmm Have you ever been to jail before? Yes. How many times have you been to jail? <laughs> 14 times? Mm-hmm. Really? What do you keep no. going to jail for?
2: Well a lot of it is uh, from family court with child support and stuff. It's not exactly something I'm proud of. No, I'm I'm by no I'm, means. But I'm sure you're not I'm here to but, be honest and
1: Well what do you need to do different here? If you 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 guys have five children between you. This is a blended family. Yes. Are you concerned that they're being negatively impacted Absolutely. by this relationship and like, your conduct? Why Absolutely we're here. are. What do you need to change? Um pretty much everything. I mean, from being honest, I mean I well see, there's something you all agree about. <clears throat> you think he needs to change everything about himself. Do you want her to get a divorce from him?
0: No, I want her to be happy, <clears throat> Dr. Phil. And I wanna just I, I wanna be ensured that, you know, with Rick's volatile anger that she's not going to be the subject, the receiving end. Uh, are you are you in love with him? I wouldn't be here if that's
1: but you, you really interested. are in love with him. Mm-hmm. And what would you like to see happen?
3: I want to see us just be normal and raise our kids. You know, that's they're, it's just a bad relationship all around. And the kids are being affected.
1: Are, are you in love with her? Absolutely. So you, you want things to calm down and, and start having some togetherness. The normalcy. And,
3: and All we do is <clears throat> scream and fight. It's just every day. We never used to, it never
2: used to be this way either. It just evolved to this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. I'm going to take another break. Rick says Sandy should butt out of their marriage. Um, I'll tell you what I think about that when we come back.
2: Her mother told the sheriff's department that I was holding her hostage.
0: He's telling me to butt out and that I don't need to know what's going on in their home down here. I think Denise would be better off single again. My mother hates Rick.
1: Closed captioning provided by...
2: There's been several instances where wife and I were fighting, and her first thing instantly is she tells her mom. Denise
0: calls me because she doesn't know what to do. My mother hates Rick. She wants Rick to go to jail.
2: Her mother told the Sheriff's Department that I was holding her hostage here. She had promised me prior to that argument that she wouldn't include her mom in our business.
0: If he's telling me to butt out and that I don't need to know what's going on in their home down here, I think Denise would be better off if she was single again.
2: If Denise and I aren't having an argument, that's for us to resolve. It's not for somebody else to make this situation worse.
1: Number four, do you involve your in-laws inappropriately? That's a yes. Uh, for Denise and Rick and Sandy. Now, let me say a few words in your defense for a minute, and I believe you need one. Um, We love our children. I've got grown children that Robin and I love very much, and and we pay attention to what they do, and and particularly if, if they're suffering in some way, it's hard for you to just sit back and not provide counsel because you want her to be safe, right? right. And when she hurts, you hurt. Right. And when she That's cries, right. you cry. Yes. I understand that. Absolutely. You have to respect some boundaries in this relationship. She is a confident woman. And it's unfair for you to run to your mother when you're upset, tell her all the bad things, and then then you guys make up and you have a good night. She's not there for that. Right. Right. So all she gets is the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad.
3: That's what I've said. So
1: she's getting programmed. I mean, give her a break. All she hears is the bad. And so that's not fair to you. But you've said a lot of things that I believe cross the line. And this is not a worthless human being. He does have redeeming qualities. He does love his children. And he does love your daughter. Now, he's made some really poor choices, I'm not trying to excuse it. I mean, I 15 times, come on. But
0: Dr. Phil, I think you're wrong there. I do not feel that she is competent enough to take, because he overpowers her. The two hostage situations alone, <clears throat> when that girl is up on that hill and she has no power because he pulled the, foot, the landline, and he has smashed her cell phone, now he has taken her keys and she cannot walk okay. away from the situation okay. and now she's trapped in there with five <clears throat> kids okay. how is she able to defend against that
1: you're not the solution i'm not and I'm not it, the and solution. you're being awful hard on yourself to say she's not competent because you raised her no. and so if you weren't good enough to raise her to be competent then then why would you be the solution I, now if you didn't know how to raise her with enough ego strength and self worth to stand up for <laughs> herself then <laughs> Then, uh, you're the last, you're, you're not the person I would call to have a do-over.
0: I'm talking more physical competence. Okay, well, physically, physically okay, able to uh, if, defend Okay, then if that's herself. a concern, then yeah. if you
1: feel like all of a sudden she's gone off the radar and you can't reach her, then you should call the police yeah. and send them up there. And that's there. what I did. But, but that's, I'm, but it's not, you need to stay out of right. this. There comes a point where you just need to get back to basics here. You, you, look, I would rather go to bed at night in a stripped down, one bedroom apartment with a window unit, and be at peace when I pull those covers up around my neck, then I would be living in a four bedroom brick house in some neighborhood that was the site for hell. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm just telling you.
3: That's what we have.
1: This is a time that you two should sit down and say, you know what? we came together, we formed a union. We made the choice to bring innocent, unsuspecting children into this world that depend on us to nurture them and protect them and provide for them. And we need to do that mentally, emotionally, physically, financially. And for you to be fighting and yelling and screaming in front of these kids, and two Christmases in a row, it's just been a hellish meltdown. They don't deserve that. No, they don't,
3: absolutely And that means the
1: two of you need to grow up and behave yourselves. The two of you need to strip down and simplify your lives.
3: How do we do that,
1: Well, Look, you, you do it by going back to square one. If you have to go shut everything down, take bankruptcy, move into a place that you can afford. I don't care if you got three kids in a room. If it is a room filled with love, if it is a room filled with harmony, if it is a room filled with a couple that is showing these kids how you deal with difficult times and you love and support each other, then it becomes a teachable moment. And what you're doing now is scarring these children for Absolutely. life. And when they grow up with what you're showing them now, their chance of being exactly the same way when they grow up is really, really high. Yes. But at some point, you guys have to decide, you know what? We need to stop this childish, ridiculous, yelling, fighting, everyday agenda and be mature enough to put somebody's interest ahead of our own, and that's our children. You need to calm down and shut up with all of this yelling and screaming. All right, we gotta take a break. So what, what Rick does to the kids that has them in tears every morning? We'll talk about that, and I'm gonna tell you the fifth quickest way to ruin a marriage. We'll be right back.
2: My wife Denise constantly undermines me. You expect
0: them to
3: do everything right now. You get upset about Jada not getting out of bed at 7 o'clock in the morning and getting up and getting dressed. She's four.
2: When I tell you to do something, you,
3: you do. do it. You do expect
0: them to be robots. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil.
1: From on top of the world...
0: I kept a lot of secrets.
1: ...to rock bottom. Bulimia, anorexia, amazing drugs. What was happening that you said, I need to hurt myself? That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by... Number five on our marriage list. Now, Denise and Rick have a yes, once again, in my opinion, for failing to be a united parenting front. Um, take a look. Our
2: largest battle is definitely over the parenting. My Denise constantly undermines me. Now you want them to be robots.
3: And you expect them to do everything right now. You get upset about Jada not getting out of bed at
2: seven o'clock in the morning and getting up and getting dressed. She's four. When I tell you to do something,
3: you do it. When he starts yelling at the kids, he gets to the point that he's degrading them. He usually fights with at least two of the kids in the morning before school, and he's got at least two of them in tears before they leave.
1: You, You think that she is too indulgent with the children? Absolutely. And you think he is too harsh with the children?
3: He's definitely too harsh with the children.
1: Well, look, children are are devious little critters, and they know how to divide and conquer. And this good cop, bad cop, where you say, no ice cream, so you give them ice cream. But you say no ice cream, you give them ice cream. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. That's, you're confusing the children here. You're fighting in front of the children. That changes yes. who they are.
3: Well, see, what happens is, the, you know, my daughter, she's a difficult child, and if she's at the table, she's crying because she wants a snack and if I tell her no, she'll continue to cry, continue to cry, and then he'll walk in, and he'll say, oh, but she's your little princess, just go ahead and give it to her, just trying to insult me.
1: And that's all fun and clever and sarcastic, and you're gigging each other, but your kids pick up pick up the tank right. for that. So right. say you have a difficult daughter, I don't wonder. I'm, I'm surprised that one of these five kids did not setting the house on fire every day, because it is absolute chaos. They are it is. living it in is. chaos. Kids watch their parents and this is where they, this is where they get their modeling. You know, they, they look at you and they see what you do. They see you yell and scream, they see you yell and scream, they see y'all, they will go mimic that in their lives. And what they need right now is for you two to sit down and say, you know what, we're in a bad spot here. We're in financial trouble, we're in legal trouble, we're in uh, marital trouble. You gotta sit down and decide, you know what, It's time to quit being so selfish. It's time to quit running our own emotional agenda. You're in this together. And if you're going to be enemies, then just get a divorce, shut it down, and move on. Now, what do you wanna do? I wanna fix things. Well, then you've gotta fix you. You can't fix him, you gotta fix you. And part of that is just, well, gee, I didn't know what was going on. Well, pull your head out and find out what's going on. You, you, you can't sit back and say, Gee, I, I didn't know we rented this couch for $2 a day. I, I didn't know that. It's your job to know that, it's your home. You're entitled to know it, and it's your job to know it. And it is your job to not fight in front of your children. Don't do it. And your job is to fix you. At mm-hmm. some point, you gotta put this right fighting aside. You gotta take a leap of faith here. And you got to decide, I chose a partner, and I'm going to work with this partner. And if you don't want to do that, if she's the reason for all of your ills, then He look.
3: says that's the, that he's never been like this until me. He yeah. does blame me for everything.
1: Yeah, well, but we know that isn't true, don't we? <laughs> no. You <clears throat> might say that in anger, but y- y- your life wasn't a smooth run before you, you met it obviously, obviously,
2: Obviously, I didn't say I didn't say it. I'm agreeing with him. Uh, you said it
3: last night, though, that you were never like this with anybody else.
2: I was, I was never abusive with anybody. Well, that's your choice, not hers. Oh, I know. You don't blame her for that, do you? It's just hard when she pushes. She knows what buttons to push. She's done her, she's done her math. She's done her homework.
1: Yeah, I understand, but there <clears throat> is no excuse for hitting a woman. If oh, she I, don't, is, I agree. If I've she said is that. so, if she provokes you so much that you can't not hit her, well, You need I, to get wanna, away from
2: her. I want to say something straight there. I've never hit her. Yeah. I've well, never hit put
1: her. Put your hands on her in well, there's anger. A, there's, Throw her down, push her there's against a big the wall. Difference. Well, well, there isn't a difference. There, there is. There is not a difference. Yeah. And again.
2: I'm not justifying it. I'm not justifying it. So? I'm not justifying okay. it. I'm not well, justifying all justifying all it. Right. I'm saying is, is there's a big difference between defending yourself. If she's coming at me swinging, yeah, I'm going to grab a hold of her hand so she's not hitting me. Trust me, you can't go from room to room in my house fast enough.
3: You have wrestled me to the ground for my cell phone. To
2: keep you from hitting me? Yes. You're a
3: liar, trying to 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 get my cell phone. I wasn't Mm -hmm. even trying to hit you.
1: Well, I'm obviously doing a wonderful job. (laughs) Um, They've obviously heard everything I've said about stopping the bickering and the fighting and the blaming getting back to basics and deciding that they're going to be partners and take care of these children, so my work is done here. Um, Rick says that Denise treats him more like a roommate than a husband, so I'm guessing that things aren't really heating up in the bedroom. We might as well throw that log on the fire. We'll be right back. For one out of every six Americans, hunger is a cruel reality that they face each day. That's why I'm partnering with Feeding America, the nation's leading domestic hunger relief charity. Just one dollar will provide eight meals to those who really need them. So go to DrPhil.com to find out how you can make a difference. Hey audience, do we have a great time here in studio? Los Angeles area, come join Robert and me in the studio audience. So
0: just go to
1: DrPhil.com and click on Be in the Audience. Or you can call 323-461-PHIL, that's 323-461-7445. Denise, she's not very
2: affectionate, she's just real distant. We're intimate maybe once or twice a month. Everybody sees love in a different way. Mine is, I'm an affectionate person.
3: He texts me if he's sitting on one end of the couch and I'm sitting on the other end of the couch. He'll text me from the bedroom, from the bathroom, from the shower, just asking me, do you wanna watch a movie or do you wanna do popcorn? He puts everything in a text message. I just think it's strange.
1: Well, today we're talking about the six quickest ways to ruin a marriage. And my guests today, in my view, are failing big time. The final one in ruining a marriage is to ignore your spouse's intimacy and sexual needs. Uh, number seven, maybe go see Dr. Phil, because I've been talking <laughs> till I'm blue in the face, and they just decided to finish our last segment with an argument and calling each other liars. So, how's your sex life? Terrible.
2: Surprise!
1: Surprise! Seriously, my God! Yeah, one of the things that you've got here—a dynamic that's going on—I don't know why I'm saying this because y'all aren't listening. I'm saying anyway, but because you kind of run things and she doesn't know anything about finances, and you kind of dole out the money and all this kind of stuff—that's a parent-child relationship.
3: I tell, I tell you, and listen,
1: no no woman wants to go jump in bed with daddy. I believe that a couple's relationship in the bedroom is a direct reflection of the rest of their relationship. So you're not like really in the mood, right?
3: No, and I tell him all the time, that's exactly, he's like yeah. my father.
1: Yeah, and see,
3: that intimacy
1: intimacy is really vulnerability. It's when you let your guard down, you let somebody in close, you. You, you share things in a in a physical way that it's just vulnerability, you're close. And, and if you've spent all day like this, it's hard to then go like this. And so that's not gonna happen until everything else happens. And then when everything else happens, then you're two young, healthy people. That will just be a natural flow because I do believe that you both Love each other? You've got to get back to basics. Your, your life is chaotic right now, right? Mm-hmm. And you need to simplify your life in every way that you can. And you, you need to have some time that you sit down outside of a fight and say, let's make a plan for this week. And we need to talk about things like sex and money and parenting and... and and see if we can find out what we can agree on. And and you need help with this, and I will get you some help. I I will get you a, a professional counselor to work with you as a couple to implement everything that I'm talking about here. And the first thing I'm gonna ask them to do is come up with a family plan that is focused on the kids first, how to bring peace, to these children's lives. Mm -hmm. And then we'll start working on the other things. We'll be right back. (laughs) Closed captioning provided by. If you would like to purchase a DVD or transcript of your favorite Dr. Phil show, Please log on to drphil.com or call 866 4 doctor That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. I want to thank my guest today uh, and my studio audience. Uh, go to drphil.com. You can find more information on how to improve your marriage and check out our marriage inventory quiz. And I hope you join our Facebook page where you can share your opinions. And also let me know what you think on the message boards on drphil.com. And what? let me tell you what I think is going to happen. I'm going to arrange some help for you all to continue what we did here. And And I think they're going to come up with a plan and say, look, we're gonna get down to some real simple things. We're gonna do some disclosures, we going to make sure everybody knows everything. We're gonna have some rules and some boundaries in this house. And one of the things you're gonna to need to do very soon is sit down with those five kids and say, we wanna apologize. We wanna apologize because we haven't treated y'all fairly. We have gotten lost in our business and it's spilled over on you guys. And that's no way for us to behave. And we wanna apologize. And the worst thing you can do to those kids is to make that apology. But when you make that apology, mean it. But we're gonna be working on that. All right, we'll see you guys again. Thanks for being here. I think they're going to come up with a plan and say, look, we're going to get down to some real simple things. We're going to do some disclosures, we're going to make sure everybody knows everything. We're going to have some rules and some boundaries in this house. And one of the things you're going to need to do very soon is sit down with those five kids and say, we want to apologize. We wanna apologize because we haven't treated y'all fairly. We have gotten lost in our business and it's spilled over on you guys. And that's no way for us to behave and we wanna apologize. And the worst thing you can do to those kids is to make that apology. But when you make that apology, mean it. But we're gonna be working on that. All right, we'll see you guys again. Thanks for being here.